What I wish people told me before I got sixteen thousand dollars in credit card debt. Quick background: I got my first credit card by accident. I thought I was filling out a loyalty card at Cabela's. Ended up being a line of credit. I was twenty-three. Four short years later, and married with a baby girl, I find myself with sixteen thousand dollars in credit card debt. I actually saved my very last dollar and have it taped to my steering column in my truck. And when I say last dollar, I truly mean it. We had negative balance in the bank and overtaxed all our cards. Less than two years later. We now have sixteen thousand dollars in savings and no credit card debt. We fin we finance one of our cars. Credit card debt is crippling. My dad calls it the ultimate slave master. It forces you into depression almost by default and controls every aspect of your life. Here's my list, and I hope it helps you. I'm no guru. I just learned. The hard way. You will not pay it off later. When later comes, you'll be buying other things to pay off later. Read Dave Ramsey's Money Makeover. It's got good tips, and the tactics work. The Jones can suck it. They're miserable and controlled by debt. Also, don't buy things you don't need to compete with people you don't care for, anyways. Pick up a side hustle. I taught myself to make skateboards, and would hand make two to three a week to sell to help pay off the debt. My wife picked up birth photography. Talk to your boss. Ask what you can do to take a bigger paycheck home. Be a bee about your budget. Set it and don't stray from it. Put post-it notes with zero dollars written on them at the office, in your car, on your mirror. On your phone background, seeing that everywhere actually reminded me of my goal of achieving zero dollars in credit card debt. Not sure if it legit made a difference, but I think it might have. Become emotionless toward money. I would get so pissed that I was dumping hundreds of my paycheck into debt payoff. It was only till I stopped giving a fork that it became easier to make. Bigger payments. Save nothing until it's paid off. It doesn't make sense to save money when you have credit card debt growing exponentially in the opposite direction. When in doubt, overpay. If you run short of money in your checking, but whoop, dip into the credit card for fifty bucks, keep basically nothing in your bank account because you spend what you have. My family could live off of seventy-five dollars a week. But if we have three hundred dollars to live off of. Guess what? We would use three hundred dollars. So I would always put as much as made sense. A few times overpaid, but it forced us to be frugal. Unsave your cards on Amazon. So if you go to buy something, you have to go through the hassle of finding the card and filling in the fields. To all the graduating high school seniors and those turning eighteen, get a bank account that's only in your name. 
For minors, it's generally required for a parent to co-sign their bank accounts. Once you turn 18, it's best to establish an account in your name only, so you have sole control of it. It would even be better if you can establish the account at a different bank credit union than the one the minor account was in, to avoid any inadvertent connections between the previous and new account. There are a couple reasons for this. It doesn't take too long to find stories of people who are still using the accounts they had when they were minors, who are shocked when their money is suddenly taken away for reasons beyond their control. The parents could have financial problems and either use the money to pay off their debts, or the money is seized by the institutions that they owe. There could be disagreements between parents and their kids, so they take the money away as a punishment. Or it could just be old-fashioned greed, and the parents decide to just take the money. It doesn't matter who earned the money that's in the account. If two people are on it, the money belongs to both parties, and the bank isn't going to stop someone on the account from withdrawing the cash. Keep in mind, also, having your own account does not mean that your parents can't send you money if you need it. All they need is your account and routing number, the same information that would be on a check, to deposit money into the account. In addition, there are any number of banking apps today they could use to send money to you if you're still being supported by them. Other excuses may have good intentions at heart, but from a safety and security standpoint, it's best to establish an independent banking account. Things I wish I'd done in my 20s. I was thinking this morning about habits I developed a bit later than I should have. Even when I knew I should have been doing them, and these are a few things that I thought I'd share, and interested if others who are out there, 20s now, have anything additional to add. Edit 1. This is not an everyone must follow this list, but rather one philosophy in how I look back on things. Edit 2. I had no idea this musing would blow up like this. I'm at work now, but will do my best to respond to all the questions, comments I can later today. Number 1. Take full advantage of 401k match. When I first started my career, I didn't always do this. I wasn't making a lot of money and prioritized fun over free money. Honestly, I could have had just as much fun and made some better financial choices elsewhere, like not leasing a car. Number two, invest in a Roth IRA. Once I did start putting money into a 401k, I was often going past the match amount and not funding a Roth instead. If I could go back, that's what I'd do. I'm not in a place where I max out my 401k, and my wife and I both max out Roth IRAs. Number three, don't get new cars. I was originally going to say don't lease, as that's what I did, but a better rule is no new cars. One exception here is if you are fully funding your retirement, and just make a boatload of money and choose to treat yourself in this way, go for it. I still think it's better to get a two-year-old car than a new one even then, but I'll try not to get too preachy. Buy cars you can afford with cash. 
I've decided that for me, I now buy cars cash and don't finance them. But I understand why some people prefer to take out very low interest loans on cars. If you are going to take a loan, make sure you have the full amount in cash and invest it at a higher rate of return. If it's just sitting in a bank account, you're losing money. We've been conditioned for years that we all deserve shiny new things. We don't deserve them. These are wants, not needs. Those are my big ones. I was good with a lot of other stuff. I've never carried a balance on a credit card. I've always paid my bills on time. I had an emergency fund saved up quite early in my career. The items above are where I look back and see easy room for improvement that now at 37 would have paid off quite well for me with little to no real impact on my lifestyle back then aside from driving around less fancy cars. Subscribe for weekly business and personal finance content stories. Hopefully you like this collection of stories that we got from Reddit. Get a free stock worth up to $1,000 in the description of this episode by joining Robinhood if you haven't joined Robinhood before. Learn the four simple steps to make money online in the free training down below. Hit the like button and hit the bell to stay notified. You can check out 40inbox.com. Feel free to leave a comment and share for anyone who might want to learn more about personal finance through stories so that they can be entertained but still learn something new. And then if you have a story, leave a comment like this. My personal finance story is, and you just fill in the blanks, and we will try to put it into future episodes. Or submit it to us on Instagram at 40inbox by DMing us your full-length story so that we could put it into a long episode. Thank you for watching. Stay tuned for more. Subscribe for more if you find this stuff useful, entertaining, helpful. Because we're trying to basically make this channel where you can learn about personal finance, but in a more entertaining way with stories. So I feel like stories, whether it be people's personal story or just in general any story that deals with personal finance, business, or money can be really beneficial to people. Almost like a personal finance VinWiki, if you ever watched VinWiki. But thank you for watching, and we'll see you in future episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and DM us on Instagram at 40 Box as to what you would like to learn more about when it comes to money and personal finance and making money. Now, if you want to learn the simple steps to make money online using just a phone or a computer in a PowerPoint presentation, join the free training below. You could join Robinhood and get a free stock worth up to $500 below and make sure to check out 40inbox.com to be a master of your money and there are useful tools on there to help grow your money on there as well like automated investing apps and just free resources that could really help you out and thanks for listening and see you on the next episode and this has been the 40inbox podcast